This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're on Saturday Magazine with me, Nevena and Macca. You just heard us have a chat with Senator Dean Smith. We're mixing it up now and we have Macca with his op-ed, a very timely and poignant one. So strap yourselves in. This one's going to be impactful. Thanks, Nevena. Um, look, I've been thinking all week, all of this week, read the sentencing of Jeffrey Corfe otherwise known as Joffa, but this guy is no clown. I'm choosing my words carefully as I really don't want to trigger fellow survivors. The words I use are informed by my survivor experience, living with what happened to me 50 years ago, losing my innocence, my trust being abused, my loss of power. And for 47 of those intervening years, the perpetrator continued doing evil. People knew what he was doing and no one stopped him. And my experience since in seeking and achieving justice that I was owed and advocating for survivors has informed me. And I doubt there's anyone listening to this who hasn't known someone that this has happened to. And if you say you don't, then I say it's most likely the case that you don't know it's happened to someone you know. Child sexual abuse is the most disgraceful act that humans commit. There's no justifiable reason for it, nor is there any way we can accept it. We quite rightly have laws against it. We abhor it. We rightly want vengeance, but we also want justice and we want it to stop. I wanted Geoffrey Court locked up for a very long time, Corf. I didn't get that, nor more importantly did the survivor. We wanted justice and we got none. The survivor has been, I think, badly treated by our justice system. The justice system used the tools at their disposal badly and without regard to the survivor in my opinion. The judge has written long sentencing comments that he no doubt believes justifies his decision. And it must be difficult, but also perhaps easy, depending on how you look at it, on how you deliver that version of justice. I see that the survivor has again been abused. He's been forgotten. He stood up, he told his truth, he showed courage, and he got nothing. As a, are we as a society satisfied with this outcome? I'm not. The survivor isn't. We've got to do better. We as a society must work out how we're going to stop this happening so that these justice outcomes are not left in the hands of individuals operating with a pretty unbalanced set of the scales of justice. It's fatally flawed and there has to be a better way to get outcomes. So in November last year, Corf pleaded guilty. I say it again, he pleaded guilty to abusing a Yarraville man, Alex, in 2004. Corf lied about his age, invited him to his house when Corf was 44 and Alex was 14. This week, County Court Judge Jared Mullally handed Corf a 12-month prison term, 12 months, 
wholly suspended for two years, meaning he will avoid prison unless he's found guilty of another offence in the next two years. Now, there's a couple of issues in play here. The judge acknowledged that Alex has suffered long-term harm. He's endured 18 years of pain and he stood up for justice. What a pity everyone else was seated. Korf knew that Alex could not give informed consent. He also knew that what he was doing was illegal. Legal consent was not possible because of Alex's age. The judge said, Korf's chances of offending were very remote or almost non-existent. I wonder, does he believe in the Easter Bunny? The judge earlier in Korf's prosecution, when Korf had requested a sentencing indication, now this is a relatively new option for people accused of crimes. It allows them to get a sense of what their sentence will be, potentially encouraging the plead guilty. Judge Mullally said at the time, and I quote, he can call on his good character and in his case his significant contributions to the community in asking for a merciful sentence for what was a one-off event. He told Corf that it was unlikely that his abuse would attract a stint in prison. Think about that. A 44-year-old abuses a 14-year-old and the judge says, you're pleading guilty? I don't think you're going to go to prison. Then in his formal sentencing remarks, he cited Corf's ill health and that he worked with the homeless as mitigating factors. Ah, yes, the good old community person's defence. You've done some good work in the community, so therefore, we're not going to really punish you. He used his position to prey on a child for God's sake. The judge said that Corf's offending was mid to lower level of the spectrum of child abuse. Hmm, spectrum. I bet the survivor doesn't have a spectrum to judge what happened to him. He acknowledged Corf pleaded guilty. He apparently saved the court's time. I always thought the court's time was to deliver justice and punishment, not savage someone with a wet lettuce. But the survivor's time was wasted in expecting justice for himself. He stood up and told his story. He shared his pain. He showed incredible and real courage. And I have no doubt the judge is proud of his judgment. Deterrence alone clearly isn't the answer. If it was, then our current penalties and sentencing guidelines would have produced much less of this sort of crime, and it hasn't. It's time we put our minds to this and fixed it. As we think about the survivor, and that has to be our focus, it's clear that legal deterrence is ineffective, especially when you see judgments like what was delivered this week. That was not deterrence. It's obvious to me that what we're doing is not working. There are many cases of sentences that make no sense, that deliver no deterrent effect, deliver no justice for the survivor. I think, and I don't say this lightly, it's time that we considered mandatory sentencing for these offences, as these sort of judgments are not the first time a judge has weighed up all the factors and punished, in effect, the survivor and not the perpetrator. I say 
it's over to you, Premier Dan Andrews, and Attorney-General Jacqueline Symes, fix this, fix this, and fix it now. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.